At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it's the Chaswick Cats podcast. You're here with Rick, Dan, and Mark. How are you going, James? Very, very good. I feel more awake than you look, to I'm be honest. I'm so bounced out, it's not funny. Yeah, you were telling me you had a big weekend, so well, tell me about this. I've had a big weekend as well. No, we don't care about you yet. Okay, okay. Back burner, <laughs> back burner. Um, nah, just tremendous day on Sunday. Yesterday, uh, caught up with my very best good friends, the Millses. Went to the zoo with the boys. Early morning, Botanic Gardens, went for a wander around, climbing trees, absolutely sensational. Went to the zoo. Oh, were the meerkats at the front? Yep. I'm glad you brought up meerkats without me having to say this. We literally discussed this on the way here. That's the first animal you see when you get in there. Yeah. The no, otters, meerkats. No, I, I, no, I had the otter the fact. Yeah. yeah, I had the otter fact yeah. and then we said, aren't the meerkats at the front? And now we're going to find out. Yeah. Do you know the zoo now? It's like wherever they can't fill a... Little enclosure. What are we going to put there? We'll just put meerkats there. Oh, no. So <laughs> they've got fucking, 16 meerkats. There's fucking meerkats everywhere. So that's you go so in good. where you would expect them to be in the Africa beer, and they're there. So that's normal. Like, that's cool. Meerkats are so cute, too. Mm. Yeah. But like, then sucks everyone in. Like, oh, meerkat. Oh, I love the zoo. Like, it's a thing. And then we're walking around, and there's this sea lion enclosure. Meerkats. There's fucking meerkats that are right next to it as well. <laughs> There's meerkats everywhere. Is, oh, they've got it's poor. Like the Adelaide Meerkat Zoo. So they, um, you remember they were crying poor not that long ago? Maybe they stopped feeding certain animals and they had to get rid of them. Yeah, so there's a bunch of things that don't have. The zoo's great, all right? It's nice to go to the zoo, but it's like $100. Mm. Yeah. Yep. 100 bucks. you go to the zoo. Jokes aside, though, I think it's about 40 for an adult to get into the zoo. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a lot of money. Family is 100 bucks. Yeah, so even and with if, young uh, kids, we yeah. we were running the risk of literally just setting fire to that money. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, because they just have enough and want to yeah. go. As soon as you walk in the door, Ren was going mental because someone was on the Zubaru and he wanted to be in the Zubaru and then the other boys were going psycho. And Dad problems. Oh, right. What is a Zubaru, by the way? Oh, these <laughs> is that like my car? But just like I was pretending that I knew what a Zubaru nah, was. It's these little cars you push kids around in and it's sponsored by... A Subaru dealership. So they call them instead Smart. of Subarus, they call them Zubaru. Yeah, right. It's anyway. It's pretty clever. Yeah. There's some good stuff in there, though. Apes and chimpanzees are the coolest creatures in yeah. the world, though. Like Do they have orangutans? Trees. I don't know the names of all the things, mate. Uh-huh. We got to see a tiger eat a big piece of steak. That was pretty cool. Did you see the oryx? Don't know what that means. Did you see the bison? <laughs> Not sure what that is either. It's an American buffalo. Nah. My, it used to be my favourite animal, the that's, bison. That's definitely really? not there. Yeah, and, and the oryx with the horns. Yeah, yeah. Why is that your favourite? Apparently when I was a young kid, I used to, when we would go past, I'd say, oryx, as like a young kid. So mum was like, oh, that's your favourite animal. Oh, so she chose your favourite animal. Yeah, pretty that's much. Oryx. I don't think that's a real animal. It is. O-R-I-X, oryx. There you go. But my gripe with the zoo is... You go into the dark, the dark enclosure with the nocturnal oh, animals. Love that. Oh, scary. There's hardly anything in there. 
Yeah, like, they're asleep. They're all, exactly. <laughs> like, what's the point? You go and look at, like, you can hardly see in the glass cages. We saw something. I think there was a bilby or something that was out. Hang on, tell me something. Do they turn the lights on at night time so that they come out at their dark time, which is our daytime? I don't know. I've got They'd no have idea. to do that. I wouldn't have thought so. It was like you could just trick the animal into thinking. So the like animals that, think so. it's nighttime 24-7, the yeah. poor things. Yeah. Like a shift worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh that's God. what, what it is. a depressing life. But then like there's, the animals don't do anything. Apart oh. from the monkeys, wicked, when, the wicked monkeys, they're just jumping her in trees and shit like that. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't escape either, mind you. Because you, there is nothing stopping them from jumping over the pond and getting out. When yeah. You, when it's you, crazy. When you go through that section at the zoo, the nocturnal section, you don't really want to be in there, do you? You're like, I'm just, I'm just in here because I want to feel like I've gotten value. My, it's my the fa- worst part no, of the my zoo. My favourite part of the zoo is it, the nocturnal and the reptile snakey part. That's, I love that bit. No, the snake part's cool, but they're like- They don't have a snake part anymore. What? There's one green olive python in the nocturnal section and that's it. I reckon you must have missed a bit of the zoo. Like, I thought we went every like, single where. Do you go to the zoo to see a fucking lion or a fucking bilby? Like you're not going to that fucking nocturnal section. You want to see the real animals. Yeah. Like the tigers. Big fuck off crocodile. And- oh, but this, this yeah. This is the thing. The bear. They the don't, they the don't crocodiles do nothing. They just sit there. Yeah, like open mm. mouth. Li- like, no, they didn't like, even have an open mouth. They're just sleeping. So what Rick wants. Oh, the mouth I want. The crocodile's mouth wasn't even open? No. Oh, you got ripped off. Rick I wants to go to every enclosure, slip a 20-cent piece into a coin slot, and the, de- the animals just to start dancing. <laughs> that's what you yeah. want, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. oh. The giraffes are cool. Lions just sit there. They did nothing. Uh, it's like, do something. What, write a review, uh, review and be upset with the animals. Yeah. You walk past the lion cage, there's always that stink of urine because the lions mm. pit, the male lions know? piss all over the bushes. If you walk past the male toilet, you'll get that too. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you know that a male lion, this isn't the fact section yet, we're not wrapping it up, the male lion can piss up to four metres. That's wow. impressive. There's Actually, a, how there's far a do warning you on the piss? Fence. It's like a little party trick. Yeah. Oh, I, I reckon I could almost get two metres. Okay, when you say how far, does it count if you, you know you have Yeah, you can flick, flick all you want. All right, three metres. You reckon? Oh, yeah. Is can that because your dick's a metre long already? Can we test this? Can we do a test? Um, we have a little competition? We, we'll do it on the road or something. Post-podcast. To be yeah. honest, I think if we do it at the back, I don't like that, all the pissing on my house. That's and if we I do said. it on the road, we're pretty much arrested, so nah. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, Who's we going to dob us in for that? Well, at night time, at nocturnal, night time. you can fucking flick it. <laughs> I want to do it. Can we do it? Okay. After this, all right, we'll do it in between podcasts, and we'll announce the, the we'll results. announce the results in the next. Yeah. The next. If podcast. I get a letter in my letterbox that has something to do with your penis and pissing, I'm going to be upset though. <laughs> Love it. Um. Anyway, tremendous zoo. Got back home, cooked delicious curry. Boys came over, played, drinks. Great, had a great time. The problem is. You're an adult and you have to wake up in the morning to kids at 5.30. Yeah, that's yuck. Oh, yuck. Terrible. So it's not really like I'm not – I don't feel sick, like hangover sick. I'm just, just tired. tired. Yeah. Like really tired. That heavy, sleepy tired? Yeah. Mm. I was like falling asleep on the couch this morning. Like, ugh. We've had a couple of brushes with COVID over the last week as well at home. Really? Rachel's been quite sick with a cold or something. She keeps testing, negative. I had band practice on Wednesday and the guitarist's – girlfriend the next day tested positive and he's like oh you guys you know if you want to check for symptoms or whatever i, th- I think i'm going to be the last person in australia to get covid that's how i've I'm been that thinking. close to it rachel's mm. sister and nephew came over on thursday or friday whenever it was and he's her nephew was had covid in my house can't catch it maybe you're just asymptomatic and you just don't show any symptoms that's i'm thinking i'm the same i mm. went out you know, the other month, everyone got COVID. I came home, sick as a dog. Oh, yeah, I've got COVID. Didn't have COVID. I've been at footy. Everyone there's bloody had COVID. I haven't had it. So, mm. like, I'm thinking the same. Like, Did, maybe I've I've had it. but So, none of us ace, have officially ace. had it yet, have we? No. No. Nah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And we all live on, like, pretty, actually, we both live on the same side of the state. But do you sort of, Do you sort of want to get COVID to get it out of the way? No. Nah, I just don't. Nah, no, nah, not at all. Fuck that. I don't want to stay at home again. But are you, are you um, curious as to how your body would handle COVID? Because like some people are like, yeah. oh my God, I need to go to hospital. Others are like, oh. Like I'm, quite, I'm quietly confident I'll be okay. But, you know, knowing me, I went to emergency with a fucking weird ass rash. I'm a loser. So I could fucking <laughs> die from it. 
You know what is nice though? Being able to walk around and go to shops without wearing masks. Oh, it's the best now. Yeah, it's I've got like PTSD. Every time I walk into a shop, I feel like something's wrong, something's going on. I'm like, it's because I don't have my mask on, but I'm allowed to not have it on. Yeah. You the same? Yeah. Yeah. Here's something interesting about COVID. There's a podcast that I listen to called The Imperfects. Mm-hmm. I was going through their back catalogue the other day and I was listening to one that they posted in August 2021. On this episode, they were talking about how hectic it is and they do this out of Melbourne, right? So there was at the start of another one of their lockdowns and they, they were saying, oh, you know, we've just got to get through this next period or whatever. Um, hopefully it doesn't go for too long, this lockdown, like the last one did. It ended up going for quite a while, actually. But then at the time, Black Duck... Um, <laughs> fucking hell, what is that? The chair. Oh. Um, Sounds pretty funny, though, doesn't it? And then at the time, they said, unfortunately, though, today I've just seen that we had 61 cases today. Yeah. Like that was such a huge number. And what are we getting here in South Australia? Like 4,000 cases a day or something? Mm. Yeah, like the perspective of, of it's completely changed. Completely it? changed. But here's here's where it, you need to sort of look at it differently is at that point in time, now whether you believe in COVID or not, I think it's a conspiracy and different strains. Is it, it was a different strain that was meant to be worse than this Omicron that's actually going around right now. The other thing was that the majority in August, the vast majority, so like 95% of the population hadn't even had one injection yet. So the fear was more about not being protected versus us being protected now. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's where the, you know, that gets a bit distorted. But it's a great point, though. The fear of, you know, 10, 20, 50 cases was huge. Now, Mm. you know, we would only get worried if it was up to 50,000. You remember Mm. South Australia locked down after getting one case. So, like, Mm. tear, shut it down. Everyone shut it down. Mark was out on the street waving pizzas around. (laughs) <laughs> that's right that news reporter Get, on the news stab you yeah. oh that's funny COVID special um, two more things I was at the gym on Saturday morning yeah running on the treadmill and then I needed to use the bathroom so I stopped went to the bathroom came back when I got back to my treadmill there was an old guy on the treadmill next to where I was and kid you not this guy stank like shit like actual poo? Actual poo. Not like a bad smell, like just genuine feces? Just feces, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'd have been in the sun for about, I don't know, four days or okay. something. Okay, yeah. not bad. And so I'm cruising along and I was like, I, it was going to be very obvious that I was moving treadmills because of the smell mm. or something. Because mm. I wasn't getting off my treadmill to go do weights or something like that. I was moving treadmills. You weren't and worried I about to being rude, were you? I was a little bit. Oh. See, this is un- this is unacceptable. Why That's does her- he have to feel uncomfortable? I know. It's like you're in a predicament because someone smells like shit. shit. <laughs> yes. It's not even your fault. It's not fair. But then it, the guy should be me, punished. He had me second guessing myself. I was like, maybe I like the toilet seat that I sat on had a bit of poo on it. And oh. I've, I've taken a poo back to the treadmill with me. And I'm thinking, do I smell like shit? Or Hang is on. It this guy? When you've done a poo before, has it ever smelled like that sort of a poo? No. Yeah, see, then you, you rule it out. Uh, but that's what I was thinking. Maybe it was someone else's shit. An interesting see. point. If you smell something bad, I don't care what anyone says, you know if it's your smell or someone else's. You get what I mean? The other thing you is- You know if a bad smell is yeah. yours or not. Straight Usually away. you'll be the last to smell a smell because you're used to the smell as well. Like, for yeah. example, like BO or whatever, you won't usually be able to smell your own smell yeah. as well as someone else can. If someone were to fart in this room right now and it wasn't you, you smell that, you know it's not your fart. Yeah, yeah right? true. Well, because you didn't fart, but you get what I mean. I know. You know when it's you. Yeah. So I thought it was going to go away, this smell. I lasted four minutes. Now, four minutes when you're breathing heavily, running. Oh, fast on I would have vomited, man. That's oh, fine. No. Four minutes. And at the end of the four minutes, I was like, I've got to go. It was that bad. So wow. could you not, and this is maybe for next time there's a poo uh, smell on the treadmill, turn to the guy and be like, hey, mate, can you smell that fucking shit and bring it up with him and suggest that there's a poo smell on the air and see what he says. Then he might go, hang on, oh, shit, I wonder if it's me, and go to the, yeah. you know, he might leave. So that, hang on, you're here, I'm here, there's no one else here. Oh, clearly it's me and he's fucking hinting to, yeah. for me to like So it's not as rude as saying you smell like shit. You're saying, hey, can yeah. you smell that? Just think about this for one second, though. This guy has probably shit himself. 
How, well, how else does a smell last for four minutes? If you do a fart in this room right now. 30 seconds. Yeah, and it dissipates and it goes. Mm. I think that the poor bloke has actually soiled, soiled himself. And how old was he? Oh, 70. Oh, he's probably oh. wearing a nappy. He's probably actually shit himself, thought, oh, I'm not going to ruin my He's running spring. around with, like, poo just pressed up against his ass yeah. in a nappy for sure. Who Speaking knows? of that, you just made me think of something. <laughs> Moss has transitioned to toilet recently, toilet trained. Hmm. Ren, obviously younger, has nappies still. Nappies are an absolute nightmare. Hmm. Nappies are the reason. Nappies just cause so much chaos. Yeah, bad. Poo all over your ass. Cheek to cheek, covered in shit. Yeah. It's like it puts the poo where it shouldn't be and then squishes it like a Vegemite on yeah. toast. Yeah. Oh, thanks for there's that. No, there's, no, um, there's no alternative though. You, if you could come up with a design that when a baby poos, it stops it from touching their whole back of their bum and goes up their back. And what about like a, I don't know, a sports water bottle with a lid off with some elastic around the waist? And just poo into a tube. <laughs> God. Just don't sit down, kid. I did not expect you to say that tonight. <laughs> the poo that combination the chances, of words. Yeah, the, the chances of that what, one in eight, 400 billion. Like. Uh, <laughs> all right. The other thing, for some reason, you guys just weren't saying anything about it, so I thought I'll put it on my list. Something we saw on, I think it was after Thursday night NRL. No, it was Friday night. They had Anzac round, minute silence at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. And some codger in the crowd said something or yelled something out, or he made noise during the minute silence. Oh. Do you, actually, so, do, you, do we know if it was like continuous, like yelling, or was it just one thing that he yelled? I'm not sure. Actually, no clarity on it. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. So, someone in the crowd has then gone to him and verbally, what's the word I'm looking for? Confronted. Re- confronted, or tried to reprimand the guy. <coughs> Excuse me. And the guys just like giving him a bit of lip back, like I'll oh, go and get stuffed or whatever. And then you guys were seeing the footage. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. He got a full on beat down. Yeah, so he, he basically pulls his shirt over his head, throws him what six, oh, the, seven punches, the two and punches, knees. The first two punches mm. catch him so flush, and they're like he didn't just slap the guys. This isn't yeah. a Will Smith Oscars moment. Oh no, he got fucked on. Yeah. yeah. So are we saying? I guess we're getting to a point here. For talking in the middle of the minute silence, is a beating worth it or is that too far? The thing that blows me away about this whole thing is there's been, from everything I've seen, and I've been going through comments on Facebook and all this sort of stuff, I haven't found anyone who said that is dangerous. Like, they should, you shouldn't punch someone, regardless of what happens. Mm. Like, you can I, call the guy a dickhead or whatever it yeah. is. You know, don't talk in the minute silence, have a bit of respect, you're a loser, whatever. But he seriously could have killed that bloke. It comes down to violence is never okay. Basically, any time, just don't fucking hit people. Yeah, not good. Does like? Here's I'm sure there's a there. few exceptions, but in public with that sort of thing, no. So I saw this. Rick saw this, and Rick sent in a photo of a guy who's probably 20 years old that had a photo with the guy that gave this guy a huge beatdown, saying like, "Oh." Here I am with like this Like he's hero. a hero. How bad is that? Mm. Yeah. Thinking yep. about this beatdown, who's around this area? We've got young kids at the game mm. that are seeing this happen and we've got someone, what, generation fucking Y or whatever, X, and he's celebrating. Oh, yeah, here's the guy that beat this guy up. Yeah. Like he's some sort of – it's bad, man. It's bad. This is horrible. Yeah, I don't know. Would, what would you have done if he was next to you? Like, I'm sure everyone told him to shut up or shh. But, you, like... You would tell him to shut his fucking mouth and then alert someone that was there, security, to kick him out and make sure that he gets a ban. He doesn't deserve to get beaten up and potentially his head hit the ground and die in front of people. Okay, It's let, just common sense. Let me put another situation in front of you. It's the AFL Grand Final. Okay. The Australian National Anthem comes on. Everyone else stands up and you see someone sitting down. How bad is that compared to... Well, there's nothing. Is yeah. this person disabled? Are they actually physically able to stand yeah, up? Yeah, they're physically able. <laughs> so, yeah, so you talk about disrespect in 
the Australian na- uh, anthem, it's like, eh, like okay, maybe you don't care about the country that much. But then, like, if someone with the Anzacs, it's it's times ten, isn't it? Like the dis- disrespect goes through the roof. Like people, yeah. get, they get fucking yeah. angry. I just still can't believe that no one's, no one that I've seen has been like, you shouldn't, that guy shouldn't have hit him. Mm. I I saw some comments that were on our side. Oh, did you? Yeah, I couldn't find any, and yeah, I was uh, just blown away. Okay, by so it. I love I love sussing the percentages out when you look at a, a video and you go, okay, whose side am I on? What percentage is with me against me? I would have said seventy percent uh, against us and thirty percent are with us. Hey, I th- I don't know if one of you guys sent me a comment or I read this, but one of the comments on there was, what if, because this guy was pretty old, wasn't he? Like 70 or something? Yeah, he looked pretty old. Yeah. So what if he was like a a war veteran that had been treated badly and wanted to like- Excellent point. Just go, fuck the whole system. It's fucking bullshit. Like, you know, what if he was voicing his opinion because that that song in that minute was actually for him and his- Imagine if he was a Vietnam veteran with PTSD. Yeah. And he had all this stuff going on in his head. He served for our country- and some guy just beats him up without knowing any information mm. about his personal life. And that would be just the most horrible thing. Absolutely. There's a lot of reasons why people do things the way they do them. And obviously what he did was disrespectful. But it would be interesting to actually hear his story. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason why he got that irate to actually do yeah. what he did. Yeah. Well, the problem now is that his jaw's wide shut because <laughs> he's yeah. just had his face broken. Yeah. Mm. Eating fucking through a straw for 10 weeks or whatever. Um, we got Russian tennis written down. Who did that? So we were oh, talking. Yeah. We were talking about how Wimbledon aren't letting any Russian tennis players play at this tournament. Yeah. Now I'm sorry, but that's that's a step too far. Mm, I think. So. Oh, it's okay. Like, it's is, very political. Is Daniel Medvedev firing a gun in Ukraine? Mm. No, he's he's a guy that has a tennis and racket that wants to play tennis. If you ask him, I, I actually oh. have no idea how how much does he actually care about. Um, the war, like, or know about it. He probably has no idea about anything. He's too busy training he's and traveling pro- the world. He's probably well against the war. Mm, like, absolutely. Did you see? Did you watch that video I sent you guys? Either of you? You send a lot of videos. What one? The one with the guy who was in Ukraine and interviewing people and stuff. I did. Yeah, I watched. Uh, it was a thirty-minute video, but I watched about twenty minutes of oh, it. it was Twelve 10, minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, I watched uh, lots of it. Um, the thing that blew me away, this is nothing about tennis and this is off track, sorry. The thing that really blew me away is apparently, because it's all Russian state media over there, the people in Russia don't think there's any violence going on. Mm. So Putin isn't broadcasting all the stuff, like the civilians that they're killing and just massacring people, you know, big open graves, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. He's just broadcasting that they're on a whatever in a peacekeeping mission or something like that. I don't know if I mentioned this in a uh, previous podcast either. Um, there were a lot of rumors coming out from the Russian soldiers. They didn't even know they were going to war. They thought they were going to another combat training thing in a different place. They were like, oh, okay, cool. And they got there and they're like, right, this is the real deal. Go and do this. And they were all in shock. And apparently that was a thing. So, mm. And there's also pro Putin Americans in America that are saying, oh, no, you, you could easily fake a war in the media. Mm. There's nothing going on over there. Yeah. Putin wouldn't be doing this. Mm. How dumb can you be? Yeah. I just, they're flat earth people. That's what they are. Yeah. I'm finding it really hard to keep up with this whole war, though, because I get my news from scrolling through Facebook at the moment, and one story's like, Ukraine takes out these massive things and they're fighting back and then another one's like, oh, worst news possible. This city's now gone down. and mm. It's so two-sided, but it's like you don't actually – you just can't keep – You're getting grips and drabs. Right. Yeah, the the reason I got so much information not that long ago um, was on Foxtel. I had the Sky News, which was just reporting everything on it. So I was like there sponging it in, just going bang, bang, bang. Um, and unless I do that for four or five hours – Again, which they're not airing a lot of it now anyway. So you'd have to go and source it somewhere else. It's just too hard, like you said. Yeah. I, I reckon you're probably getting like a full update maybe once a week on where the Russians are going and what they're doing. But I think Russia have taken those two eastern states that I was originally talking they wanted and they're going to just keep going. It's going to be yuck. Very yuck. Yucky. So we were talking about tennis before I got us off track. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty crazy, like you said, Medvedev probably not going to be able to play at Wimbledon. I think they've actually said that you have to denounce your country if you want to still play. 
So he's going to have to, you know, be stateless, basically. He's going to go missing like that Chinese fucking tennis player. Oh, yeah. Where has she gone? She's still not there. I don't know. I haven't heard much. Um, but what about tennis just in general? So there's all this equality that's going on in the world at the moment. Um, and we understand that, you know, equal pay, I think, is in in tennis now, which is good. That makes a lot of sense. But the games are not equal. Mm. So a Grand Slam women play a three-set match. Mm. A Grand Slam males play a five-set match. Why can't we just make it a five-set match for everyone? don't know. Are you – is this sort of on the angle of um, more time, more entertainment for the people paying to get those players paid, as in like sponsors, yeah. public? Yeah. Um, All right, here's a question for you both. Why is it that women play a total of three sets versus – the men five. If you really wanted to think about it and give me an answer, what's the actual answer? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I could look it up. Is, is it because women harder, better, faster, stronger? I think so. And all I'm saying is, if you if we're serious about equality, I think it's time that women play all the way, five sets. Do, is there a, any competition where they do five? No, women no. never play five. I wonder what about a mixed doubles. Would that go to five sets? Oh, that's uh, no. I don't think it does. You'd hope so, though. Can you actually? I wonder what the reason is why they don't why they can't just play five. Okay, so this is what Google says: is there are plenty of theories floating around about why women's tennis um, don't play best of five. They don't have. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Have as strong a serve, meaning that they're more easily broken. So what's that mean? That's what? so dumb. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Well, that's the top thing that comes up. What? So they're saying that because they get tired and their serve isn't as strong, then the, the standard game of the game won't be as good at the end. Yeah, maybe. But that's that's entertaining. Like, you want to see people, like, physically break down. That's mm. part of the entertainment. Like, yeah. it becomes a battle, survival of the fittest. Yeah, yeah. it's like test match cricket. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, you can't bowl as fast, so we're only going to play four days. Yeah. Uh, no. So basically what they're saying is that the quality of the spectacle reduces as the game gets longer because of the weaker serve. Maybe, yeah, something like that. Rubbish. So, it, it, well, I, I don't think well, could could guys go longer than five sets? Well, sometimes no. they do. I think to, like technically for time and that sort yeah. of thing. I think it would be great to see women play five sets. I mean, survival of the fittest at the end there, a hundred percent. You know, obviously people are going to get tired, but it's still going to be entertaining. Hey, I wonder if the world rankings would change because just like with running, you've got hundred meter, four hundred, long distance. I wonder if the long-distance tennis players would start beating the top seed players. So someone that's 100, right, might lose the first two sets but win the third, fourth and fifth because they just got more endurance. Ah, Interesting. That's ah. a good good thing to look yeah. into. Do you reckon they'd have to hand out earplugs, though, for the longer Oh, longer with Sharapova. Ah. Ah. <laughs> who's who's the th- Name your three loudest tennis players, guys and girls. Irritating. <laughs> How does Nadal sound like? Oh, yeah, he's irritating. (laughs) The the loudest tennis player I've ever heard is Sharapova. Yeah. Is that one of the Williams sisters bad? Oh, I don't watch enough tennis to tell you. I think you just know Sharapova because obviously she was quite attractive. You know there's a new girl called Paula Badoza? Is uh, she Spanish? Sounds like it to me. I think she's Spanish. She's a tennis, female tennis player. Mm. She's like quite attractive, similar 
aesthetic to Maria Sharapova. Did you say aesthetic? Aesthetics. Similar aesthetic. No, there's a podcast I listen to, Greg Cricketer, and he always pronounces it aesthetic. I don't know why I do. I don't say that word that way. It's an interesting. Um, she looks so she looks similar anyway. She's got a kind of similar look, and she doesn't grunt. So she's like, "This is evolution." Yeah. This is the upgrade. Okay, so better, better person basically. Shout out to Maria Sharapova too. She had a baby the other day. Oh, good stuff. Hey, um, who was it that complained about someone? Uh, the noise, a while back, could have been five years, could have been ten years. Someone complained about the noise of someone when they were serving. It was a tennis player. Oh, yes, I do remember that. Don't remember who it was. Oh, fuck. I remember when Sharapova was playing and she was grunting so loud that the crowd started laughing during the rally. So they were like ripping on her about like her, the way she was grunting. And that, that was fucking loud. And Imagine this was- if the loudest male and female tennis players were having sex. Oh, oh you just my imagine, God. I mean, you'd, you've already got the soundtrack. You could clip it up. Imagine being the next door neighbor. That would be horrible. Oh, you'd have to move. Very bad time. You'd have to move. Oh, yeah. I, oh, you'd, I, mo- you'd move postcodes. I tried sure. to Google about that grunting complaint, and I don't know the words to put into Google to find the answer. Like, <laughs> tennis player complains about noise of component. A component? I don't think it's opponent. component. Opponent? Yeah, it's too hard. But I'm sure someone out there knows what we're talking about. Hey, before we move on to the next thing, what about your work this week? Oh, yeah. Fucking little cocksuckers. So, I, yeah, what did I tell you? I haven't told you much, have I? No, you just sent us the this week. Didn't you chase someone? <laughs> tell me what happened next in the photo. Yeah. Did you chase someone? Yeah, okay. So, basically, got to work on Saturday morning and there was this white stuff all over the white, ground. White stuff? Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, someone's like had paint spill over in their, their ute or something and it's gone everywhere. But walk inside and... The guy behind the counter was like, yeah, no, I noticed that there was glass broken too near the fire extinguishers. So someone's come and broken the glass, got the key, undone the container and taken a fire extinguisher out and run off with it. So I went and checked the camera footage and it turned out to be two young kids who stole one that were running out to the road, spraying it into oncoming um, traffic. Are you serious? Yeah, and this stuff like expands everywhere. Like it's not not like a foam, it's like a, a mist dust. So oh, so no, dangerous. And no one stopped to get out to beat the fucking. Well, shit it was eleven thirty at night, so I'm talking. And you're at all dingers, mm, so you, you better be careful. Pretty quiet road, but yeah, this one car got covered in it. Like I'm surprised they didn't call the police. But anyway, they use this one extinguisher up, walk away with with it, and dump it somewhere. And then half an hour later, they come back and steal another one and walk in a different direction. So I'm thinking, like in the morning, oh, I'm going to have to report this. I'm about to post something on Facebook to the community, hoping that someone can either recognise the kids from the photos I've got or um, find with a, you know, tell me they've found an, ex- an extinguisher. And as I'm about to post, I see a group of kids walk into the shop. They start grabbing all this stock, right, about $30, $40 worth, and then they just casually walk out. Not even running. They just walked out like, mm. you know, well, I'm going to steal this, this is ours. So I run after them into the car park and I'm like, oi, come back here. And they drop like, they stole tuna. Cans of tuna. How weird's that? What? Yeah. It's the last thing you'd want to steal. I know. What about, that's so boring. I know. Mark's walking out of the warheads and the kids are walking out. Yeah, of the yeah. Cans so anyway. I've got Starburst warheads. I get, I get, on the, <laughs> get on the <laughs> phone. <laughs> get on the phone. I tell my old man, I'm like, oh, they've just run into Coles. Fucking, it's the same. And I recognise the kids too from the night before the fire extinguisher. So I'm chasing him over into the shopping centre. And I thought, oh, they're going in one entrance. I'm going to go to the other and catch them out. Mm-hmm. And they stopped running and they just went into Coles. They thought, oh, I'm going to give up. So anyway, I went to another entrance. I had my uh, my dad go to uh, another entrance and we sort of walked to try and catch these kids in the middle. They see him and they start running. Then they saw me and then they really started running to a third exit. And just as this guy thought he was getting away on a scooter, I started fucking racing, racing, and grabbed him by like – what would you call that, like the the peck of his chest and um, and his shirt and his bag? And I was like, don't you fucking go anywhere. This kid, it, it was 13 years old. The ho- all of them were 13. They looked about 16, but they were all 13. Yeah. And I said to this kid, I'm like, you fucking stole this shit and you fucking did it. And he was the best liar I've ever met. So convincing. He was like, not me, not me. And I'm like, I just <laughs> saw you do it. And I've, I've got video footage of you like stealing this fire extinguisher. He's like, no, nah, not me. No, it wasn't me. He's had plenty of practice. Yeah, so good at lying. And he was so convincing that, like, at one point I was thinking, like, 
you definitely stole the stuff this morning. Maybe it wasn't you from last night. Yeah, right. And then something I saw saw his shitty shoes, and I was like, oh, I, I recognise them from the footage. It's definitely you. And he, he cracked, and uh, the cops came, and then they told me basically we can't do anything. I said, what? What are you talking about? They said he's thirteen. So the laws have changed. How old did you think he was? I thought he was sixteen. Yeah. Even close. Close up, face to face. I was like, "Oh, this kid's yeah, fifteen, sixteen. Is this yeah. the, the fat kid that was in the office with yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. So, so you caught the fat kid. You're telling us that you were racing after all these kids. Yeah, and you caught the fat one. Oh, he wasn't that fat. Oh, he's like Eric Cartman, but nah, not that fat. Anyway, um, it turns out so it used to be over ten, uh, under ten, couldn't be arrested. Now it's uh, thirteen or fourteen. You can't be arrested. So the cops said, "Oh, we actually know the other kid that got away." He's got autism, so we can't do anything. Oh, my God. Mm. There's all these rules. Yeah. So he's got a mental disability. We can't arrest him. We can't get him to pay for the goods or anything. Maybe his parents will, but he, him physically, that's yeah, we can't do anything. What he is wrong with the world? B- so bad. Mm. He needs to go to baby jail. Yeah. Why don't we just put him in the military? Just see ya. Go on. <laughs> that will straighten him out, won't it? I don't know. I'd hope so. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, they're not going to jail, are they? No. That's stupid. Mm. So basically, until you're 14, you can do whatever you want so and not get in trouble for all it. All this time I've been putting into Moss about doing good behaviour mm. and being a good Samaritan. Doesn't matter. Throw it out the window until he's 13. Yep. So Moss, I'm thirsty. Can you go and steal that drink for me? Yeah. Or go and get me a cherry ripe. <laughs> <laughs> can you go and grab five cans of tuna? <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Very good. What's your Facebook story? Me? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So this... I just wanted to see where you guys were at with this. So I'm sure everyone listening, if you've ever had a Facebook or you've still got one. Facebook? Yeah. What's that? When you comment on anything, guys, obviously. if you're listening, I'm sure you've probably had a Facebook. Oh. <laughs> I'm on the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook? Just Facebook. It sounds smoother. You guys are MySpace? So basically, yeah. if you comment on anything, any post at all, anyone that's friends with you will see that Rick or Mark has commented on that, who you've tagged in it and what you've said. If you like something, it pops up and it says, liked by Rick McLaughlin. Yep. It gets to the point for me, if I want to talk about something a little controversial or something that I know I don't want everyone else to know about, I'm sending it into private chats with different people. So a lot of what I believe to be Facebook isn't actually Facebook anymore. No. It's like the only thing you're seeing is what people want you to be able to see. As in, I want you to know that I liked this because it's, it's not political. It's not, um, you know, controversial or whatever. But everything else, everyone's hiding and sending it. And I've asked other people this, and they're all doing the same thing. So Facebook's become like a, a place where the way it is is not the way it is. If that makes sense. It's all marketing. Like mm. you talk to someone, oh, you know, I need to buy some new shoes, and then all of a sudden, oh, these adverts for shoes pop up, and all these sales, and every single time, every third but what if scroll, it's, okay. oh, more shoes, oh, 50% off. What if there was something embarrassing that got advertised to you? Let's say like, I don't know, like a sex toy, and you wanted to like it, or you wanted to comment on it for some stupid oh, reason. That's a dangerous algorithm. So, yeah, so <laughs> the thing is, you're not going to do it, eh? You're not going to interact with the post, because you know everyone's going to see it. Yeah. But I have a funny story. Yeah. So a friend of mine... Uh, I believe it was his uncle, uh, was fairly new to Facebook. And this was about four, three or four years ago. He was a closet homosexual, right, and had a wife. But he kept liking. Sorry, who did you say this was, your uncle? No, a friend of mine's uncle. Oh, okay. Yeah. So closet homosexual. Cam (laughs) Smilsman. His name was... (laughs) Name was uh, Riley McLaughlin. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he was called homosexual and obviously didn't quite understand how it all worked, but was liking homoerotica posts, commenting on things like, oh, that's so sexy. And guess what? It's popping up to his family, his extended family, all this stuff that he likes. And he was none the wiser that he was actually exposing himself to the family before he actually came out. So. Yeah, so I don't have the end of that story. I never got to <laughs> But that's where we're up to. So good. And that was three years ago and I haven't heard anything. So either everyone's turned a really big blind eye or he's moved on happier and <laughs> yeah. see you later. Guys, I had a little bit of a story that I run, wanted to run by you. Um, 
and Rick and I were speaking about it a little earlier. Um, it's a, a story about when my mate was in Japan, okay? Mm. Now, I've sort of kept this one under wraps for a while, but I think it's time that we talk about it. We know about Japan being very dangerous, right, when it comes to drugs, you know, uppers, downers. You don't want to do that. That's the one thing that you don't do in Japan. They, they've got death penalty over there? Well, you know, something that you do in Amsterdam versus Japan <laughs> is the difference. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Is the, I, <laughs> so this is definitely a story about my mate, all right? So... <laughs> Oh, my God. Can I tell the story or what? Yeah, tell the story. I don't know why Rick finds this so funny. Okay, so. Has he heard this before? I don't think he has. Okay. I mean, I've been, I've been saving this story for some time. So the difference between doing something illegal in Thailand or Japan versus Amsterdam is unreal. Like, if you get caught doing drugs in Amsterdam, hey, don't do that again. Do it in fucking do it Jap- tomorrow. Japan or Thailand. <laughs> Then you're gonna finish get, that bag of cocaine right now. Yeah, you must not have it on you. Mm. You're gonna get shot by the firing squad, right? Anyway, so my mate went to this massage parlor in Japan, <laughs> <laughs> and he was absolutely smacked out on cocaine. How much he, did he had? He was as high as a kite. My friend <laughs> had about half a gram, like. He was he was telling me personally that he really was loving it. He was having a great time. My friend was having a great time, right? Yeah. Anyway, at this massage parlor, right? He's getting the massage and during the massage obviously she says to him, "Would you like a happy ending?" And of course he says yes. Who wouldn't say yes to that? My friend said yes to that, right? Did your friend know how much it was going to cost straight up? He didn't. So here's where it gets interesting. She got out the FPOS machine, held it up to his face and said, this is what it's going to cost. And this is where it gets interesting. The currency, obviously in Japan, we're dealing in yen. Mm. So what he thought was $28 was actually $280. So my friend Mm, paid $280 instead of $28. Anyway... He ended up realising when he got home, he looked at his like bank transfers, whatever. He contacted his bank and he got he told them that he went to this place, he got ripped off. Oh, they, like they scammed they him. Scammed, they scammed him, they scanned the card when he wasn't looking or whatever and he actually got refunded the money. Oh. So my friend got refunded $280 oh. for a hand job. So my friend got a free hand job in Japan. So well oh, done to him. Wow. So good, crazy. Pay pay now, come later. When he told me this story, honestly, I just I couldn't believe it. When he told me the story, my friend told me the story. (laughs) Oh, viewers, that was Mark. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) the whole slutty massage is a really strange concept to me. Why? What? You you, you don't like it? You go to a masseuse. Don't worry about a rub and tug as a concept. Mm. You go to a masseuse. Too hard. Too soft. Why are you spending all that time on the bones in my spine? Have you got a gentle actually on my muscles? Yeah. Have you got a gentle structure, or are you are you like one of those guys that needs a really tough um, massage? Probably in between. Yeah. Right. What about you? Uh, last time I got a massage, they're like, "Do you want it soft, medium, or hard?" I said hard, and it was soft. Yeah. Right. So get hard because they don't do it hard. Enough. What about your friend? How does he like a massage? <laughs> <laughs> he likes it rough. Yeah, I can't. I can't handle it. <laughs> now, I'm I'm a very flimsy flamsy. I can't have like heavy massages. And my muscles are fucked. I can't do heavy. What's it called? Rolling. Yeah, like heavy kneading. Yeah, kneading with thumbs. Like has to be like a pretty light rub. But if I, you know, when when they start and they're like, "Is that good?" You're like, "Oh, just a little bit lighter." And they might go a little bit lighter for a while, but then they forget and they start fucking yeah. crunching in again. You're like. And then again, it's another. It's like you're on the treadmill. It's like, hang on, I'm paying you to make me feel yuck, and I'm now too embarrassed to say more about it. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. another one of those situations. We've spoken about this before from memory, but it's very hard to tell someone when they're massaging, like you're doing it wrong. Mm. It's like a bit rude, isn't it? Yeah, I wonder. 
Like, are you talking like a proper pre-game, pre-game at the footy? If I'm getting a rub down and you're like, oh, no, harder, soft, you feel like a little bit rude. Do you pay for that in the end? Yeah, uh, <laughs> my friend did. Yeah, sure, he would. <laughs> so Colin. Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely like a thing. Like a hundred percent, you don't want to be rude. You want to like be polite, and they're doing you a service. So you're like, yeah, I'll just be polite. Are they getting the same feedback though from other people? Um. Because this, this could You'd just be a bad so. person. When I was an under-14, I remember getting a rub down before a game and this lady had the longest nails <gasps> and she was digging in her nails into my leg, like scratching. Yuck. And because I was so young and wanted to be polite, I had to tolerate being scratched on my leg for like three minutes. <laughs> just, <sighs> just so I didn't have to be like, excuse me, you're scratching me with your nails. Can you calm the fuck down? You should have been like, ow. I know. Ow. God, arigato. Ow. Um, I think if I if I've never had a slutty massage, but oh yeah, if I was going to have one, but his friend has. <laughs> if I was going to get one, I think I would ask for the tug first. Yeah, I think it's around the wrong way. You reckon? Oh, that's hilarious. Imagine if you went into a massage parlor and you're like. You know how you'd massage me and then jerk me off? If you could just be like, can you jerk me off, then massage me? That would fucking rattle their brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? No, I reckon it'd be heaps better. Yeah. <laughs> just jizz out and then just relax. Well, maybe try it the original way first, mate, and then give your opinion on it. I've, I've never done this either. Oh, um, have you never done it? Well, I'm going to Thailand this uh, July, which is the place of Robin Tug. So if Alison says, yeah, it's yeah. a birthday present, no, I still won't do it. Anyway... <laughs> Um, She's listening, obviously. Oh, she might actually. I'll yeah, yeah. Probably well, listening in through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in Thailand with my uncle. He said one day, "Do you want to go and get a massage today?" And I said, "Oh, yeah, sounds good." And he goes, "Do you want the old lady massage or the young lady massage?" And I said, "What's the difference here?" He says, "The old ones don't jerk you off at the end." Oh. And so oh. I chose the old ones. I could not picture anything worse than. Being in a massage booth next to my uncle, getting whacked off at the same time. Do you know what? Uh, oh, that's fucking good. Okay, this is the thing. If you go over there, you try and find the ones that aren't happy ending because you don't know how often they've cleaned all their stuff. You could just be laying in a bed of jizz. They're rubbing jizz into you. Yeah, it's it's gross. What about the hands? Yeah, yeah. Did you wash them? That's that massage oil you're using feels a little bit sticky. Yeah, and then the other thing is when she's rubbing your back, you're going. You've had 18 dicks in your hand today. That's too yes. many. Oh, I've got a question for you guys, and I'm asking for a friend, my friend, right? How do you determine what places are just genuine massage places versus the dodgy ones? I think the ones with neon lights are generally not. <laughs> yeah. If you're on Hindley Street at 2am and there's a massage parlour, you know, they're not there for like, they're not a physiotherapist, are they? No, they're not like an after hours help no. service. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Hindley Street today. Did you? Did you? Oh, someone got stabbed there last night. I went to Hindley Street um, the other night at 4am, actually. I was there. Yeah, it's a nice place. Hey, did you hear about the dead guy on West Terrace, actually? North Terrace. North Terrace, yeah. yeah. That's bad. What yeah, happened? stabbed to death. So a Sudanese gang flew from Melbourne over here and ended up stabbing someone that was from Melbourne anyway. What, so what they... Oh, oh, is that what happened? Nah, something like that. No, they were about to fly back to Melbourne today and got arrested at the airport. But So they flew from interstate to kill someone in another state. Yeah, maybe. They could be from here, but they were going to Melbourne. Mm. But the guy that got stabbed was from Melbourne, so I don't know. Very confusing. But apparently they've got gang wars that are now going all into state and it's getting really out of hand. Maybe they're all 14. Sounds like oh, They probably are. Sounds like something that would happen at a royal show or something. Mm. Oh, man. Bad, isn't it? Too soon. Sorry. Yeah, too soon. Uh, we're going to go into... Alright, I'm going to go first. Guess what? If you were to chew on Mark's arm, Mark, do you think you could pull it out of his jaw grip? How? If he was like biting on your arm, do you reckon? And he's trying as hard as he could. Yeah. I could, but I'd, I reckon I'd lose skin and flesh because that would be too strong. Mm. But if I, if I was trying for my life, I'd get it out, but he would... He would He'd take skin? Some, yeah. Well, how's this? The Nile crocodile's jaws can apply 5,000 pounds of pressure... Compared to a hundred pounds of the human, so it's literally fifty times stronger. So you, if you, that thing bites you, there is no way you're even getting out of it. Uh-huh. You know, that's dragging you under, skin or no skin. A hundred pounds is quite a lot. Mm. 
So it's ten times more powerful than a great white shark. Fuck. Does it ever blow your mind sometimes when you're eating something and you just cannot chew it? And you're like... Like a steak or something? Or are you talking... 100 pounds of pressure and I cannot bite this lolly in half. Or that, oh, something. Or that delicious beef jerky. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really dense thing. Can be a bit chewy, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, good point. Thanks. Okay, I've got a little fact. And, as always, I like to test you guys out, see who's the smartest or the most knowledgeable with sport. Tiger Woods, mm, okay. famous golfer. How old was Tiger Woods when Tiger hit his first hole in one? 11. Three. Three? You're nuts. Eleven? He was eight. Oh, okay. You rushed that answer. No. Nah, well, Think uh, about what you've just said. Are you talking on a professional course or Think just about, at home? Nah, three. He could have been a putt-putt. You're in, nah, There's come no on. clarity there. Oh, oh, come on. Come on, Dan. Putt-putt hole in one. Dan, that doesn't count. You've gotten a bit excited and you went too early. Okay, Eight. <laughs> Correct <laughs> Alright hit us up Actually My number take his number Was the right answer <gasps> That's like last week Right I, smack bang in the middle I was listening to that episode And I can't understand Why you're getting so excited yeah. still Yes Really You're like This is the best thing That's ever happened on this podcast no, I was like seven. Fuck we've had a real rotten Last <laughs> three seasons No The answer was know. Minus seven plus seven So you guys were Smack bang in the middle Yeah Sorry for trying to bring energy to the podcast, guys. Yeah, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Women in Parliament. What country or nation do you think has the highest percentage of women in Parliament? Zimbabwe. Oh, didn't you tell us this? I think you've done this. Oh, and I can't remember still. Um, It's Rwanda. Rwanda. Oh, I got close. Historically, only 20 seats are reserved for women in Parliament. But today, 49 of the 80 seats are filled with women because females dominate the population. After the Rwandan genocide in the early 1990s, when upwards of 1 million Rwandans were killed, just let that soak in for a second, more than half of the country's total population was female. Silver lining to an awful tragedy. Mm, shit. Hotel in Rwanda. How many did you say died? A million. A million, yeah. That's an insane amount. And it's not that long ago. How long? Not early 90s. Yeah, fuck. That's so bad. Yeah. A million people. Yes. Mm. They made a movie about that. Hotel in Rwanda. Seen mm. it? No. I haven't actually. No. I need to see it. It's a really good film. All right. Might go watch it now. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. That was very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 